Hello, friends. We are back to talk about another episode of The Traders. And as you can see, there was a name change among us, so you know things are about to get crazy. So let's not waste any more time. I am Gina Morgino. I am, of course, joined by my two faithful friends, Kyle Petty and John Dumphy, who, as I stated, has changed his name. Uh-oh, big mm, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. does that mean? Not standing behind your woman? What happened? <laughs> no, of, of course, of course, you know, I, I loved the standing parvity while she was there, but she's gone, and I wanted to be standing someone that was still in the house, and I figured <laughs> instead of choosing another player... I'll choose the uh, the fabulous Alan Cumming. Yeah, famously one who can never not be in the house. <laughs> I did have I the will, same thought. I, I will say, though, uh, famously, her name is actually pronounced Poverty, as we learned in this episode. Oh, because, yeah. <laughs> God forbid Kevin know how to say her name. He did Kevin. it like four times, called her Poverty. I'm like, girl. What do you mean? Yeah, girl. Her name is her name is poverty. What? Just literally, the what? first note that I wrote down was apparently her name is poverty. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely noticed that for sure. Yeah. Uh, mess, mess, mess. Um, but oh, I guess I should finish introducing us. Uh, together we make up Strat Chat. Um, again, some might say we are your favorite reality TV podcast. We have been requested. People are requesting to come on the podcast, as I have learned today. So I don't know, yes. man. We're, we're, we're moving up in the world over here. Uh, <laughs> People care about us. People care about us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Did you also, did you watch Australian Survivor? Not I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Somebody else. Yeah. Did you hear Jaden? Um, I don't, I don't know. Somebody else said our name. So JLP, oh. yeah, JLP said it last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, right. Aiden was like, oh, I, I guess I should have been part of the strat chat. And I was like, ah! see, we <laughs> are so important that people are talking about us on TV. <laughs> <laughs> the Australians know exactly what strat chat is. And in America, uh, everybody's like, um, what? What does that mean? Why is that the name of your podcast? See, again, Miss Miss Delulu up here is choosing to believe they're talking about us, not the act of Strat Chat. So no. we're we're something, all right. I mean, we can make it that way. We can certainly clip that in a certain way oh, to make yes, that be our truth. Clip it, yeah. I shall. <laughs> no, go for it. But anyway, back to the show that we are here to discuss on today. Yes. Uh, does anyone have any any? Where to begin before we uh, dive right into it? The only thing that I have is that I like I'm so entertained by John, um, and like he's so dramatic, right? Like all of his like the lines that he comes up with are so funny and entertaining, but like he's also like pretty savage in this game. Like oh yeah, between like if you take a look at like the conversation he had with. Uh, Parvati early in the episode and how he was talking about how like there's no one in this castle with more more grit and character than you and then, and then at the round table it just absolutely lays into her and oh, tears her to it shreds. was rough 
Yeah, he is definitely becoming one of the standouts for me, you know, because he's not one that you hear about a lot in each episode, right? Like a man yeah. of very few words. But when he does speak up, I mean, it is reality TV gold. Like this when man he in is, the round table is said, fantastic. A duchess of deception and a mistress of murder. I said, put that shit on my tombstone. Yeah. That's so that good. That's the alliteration that Kyle is always. Oh my gosh! For. Yes, oh, you know, yeah. that really speaks to my soul. It's like oh, oh, <laughs> you're hitting all the buttons. <laughs> I just so I had to good. pause it. I was like, write that down. Write that check, down. Check, check. <laughs> yeah, John is great. John is oh, really, God. really great. So yeah. funny. And like, I didn't I almost, know how I, he I was going to land. I was nervous. I was like, really, a member of Parliament? Right. Yes, he's fun on the YouTube when you watch those clips from the Guardian or whatever it is. Like, oh no. I'm like, yes, that's very <laughs> enjoyable. And it's like, but are we really going to get that version of him here? And we're not, but we're still getting something just as good. And that's the thing is like, there's a part of me that almost wishes we got more of him. But then there's the other part of me that is so satisfied with what we get. Like, exactly. make him just be silent until he has a really good one, you know? <laughs> yeah. We literally get like 90 seconds of John in every And episode. it's always my favorite part. <laughs> exactly. It's some of the, it's like the best 90 seconds <laughs> that we could get. Yeah, he's fantastic. Oh, he's so funny. He's What's so funny. his last name? Do I need to add an additional it's, hyphen? I think it's, uh, I think it's Burkow. B-E-R-C-O-W. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled, I believe. Something like that. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, we, of course, uh, left off in our last episode not knowing there he is. <laughs> uh, we left off not knowing exactly who was going to be murdered, but I know the three of us were kind of sold that it was going to be either Trichelle or Bergy, and that was kind of like where we had landed. And lo and behold, we open up this episode and our sweet, sweet Burgalicious had been murdered. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which like, sad for me because he really, really grew on me. But also I think that was probably their best option because he really is Peter's number two. You know, <laughs> you, you, you kind of had to take a number away from him. So I get why that was the choice they made. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point, Parvati, all her options were to throw a Hail Mary like that. That's all yeah. she had. Like you either have to weaken Peter, this guy who's coming after you or like, who else do you murder? And how does that really benefit you anyway? You know, like at this point, there's so much suspicion on you that like your best bet, I guess, is to try to take out the, the group that's coming after you. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I get the feeling Kyle's got a contrary opinion. I know. <laughs> Needless to say, I dissent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, it pains me to say that Trishel is starting to impress me a little bit. I still don't like the woman. Um, there's nothing about her that I enjoy, really enjoy, other than the fact that she's she is she's smart and she's been very perceptive in this, especially with her whole deduction with Phaedra. She's the and, only one, and it's crazy oh, to me. Right. She's the only one saying it. She's the only one thinking it. And she, I, she appears to be the only one, like, really even, like, believing that. Because she has said it a few times, and no one seems to be taking it. Now, And in terms of who should have been murdered here, as a viewer, I feel like Trishel is the person you should have gotten rid of. Because um, she seems to be in tune to both of them. But I don't know that she's made that opinion public enough. That's that the thing. I don't think, think they know that. Right. So the better decision actually was Trishel, um, but they don't know. 
So as far as the information they have, I guess they made the best decision. But like Trishel, she is impressing me in the sense that she seems to be the only one that has clocked that Dan was setting his sights on Phaedra because, yes, she knew that he knew the faithful needed to be fed a traitor. Mm -hmm. So he set his sights on Phaedra. the underlayer to that, though, is that I'm, I'm still not really sure that that's a direction Dan should have gone when he was trying to throw this Hail Mary. I kind of think that it really should have been directed more to Parvati because agree, she yeah. was the one that already had some suspicion around her. That actually might have been more effective. Um, but, you know, Dan was so busy trying to think two, three, four steps ahead in the fact that I have to I have to get ahead of this Phaedra thing, not realizing exactly the wall that he was trying to push up against. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was never really going to fly. Um, poverty would have been the better decision, but any hoosers, the fact that Trishel clearly knows that like, that was the issue and still knowing that poverty is also a traitor. A lot of the, str- the strategic stuff that she was saying behind this, like, well, the strategy behind it, like let's get Phaedra out while we still have some numbers and then we can deal with poverty later because right. everyone's already on board for that. Like that makes such good sense. Um, yeah, and like yeah. even just like no, the does. reasons that she was giving to be suspicious of Phaedra, like as you were saying, she had like a couple of reasons and a lot of them held water to me, but specifically mm-hmm. her bringing up Dan and why Dan might have been throwing her name out there. I was so impressed that she was able to like clock that as it was happening and articulate it to everybody else being like, no, 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 we're right. not thinking about what Dan actually did here. We're only thinking about the fact that we got him, but like he wouldn't have just thrown a name out of thin air knowing that right. like he needed to be the hero in that moment like he absolutely, absolutely. was throwing his own yeah. under the bus mm-hmm. yeah the only mm-hmm. the only thing i would say about trishel though and like choosing to murder trishel i think that was the right move for phaedra but i don't know if that was the right move for Par- parvati because i feel like phaedra you know trishel was the only one pushing phaedra and it took it took trishel going to bergy uh, to bergy to peter to get him off of parvati you know what i mean like I think that if they had chosen to murder Trishel, then everyone there would have been no no question. There would have been no like conversation that Trishel would have called, you know mm. pulled Peter into to say like we should get Phaedra instead of Parvati. Like I feel like if if Trishel is murdered, that's great for Phaedra. But I don't I think that makes it actually more likely that Parvati would go home. Not that there was really that much doubt even in this episode, but like I don't think there's ever even any question among any of the faithful that they're going to send Parvati out. Um, if they take Trishel out, you know? Yeah. I think Parvati's end was already written in stone. Like right, that was, that right. was going to happen one way or the other. Exactly. Um, so but I think Phaedra, that, yeah. Yeah. I wish Phaedra, I'm scared that she is a little bit too comfortable. I'm scared that she feels too safe, that she's going to be making some other decisions that don't benefit her completely. Um, Cause I think she is assuming Oh no, I'm well insulated. Mm-hmm. I'll let you, the perceived underdog of the traders here, I'll let you make this move. And like it's these numbers are dwindling. You gotta stop letting them steer this ship, you know, because if numbers are dwindling, those are numbers that are for you that are leaving. You know, like you need to be cognizant of that. And the time is now. Mm-hmm. Especially with this recruitment, which I know we'll get to, but 
<laughs> it's just another super insulated person. Yeah. You know? And it's like, and arguably now maybe more insulated than you. So because of the whole yourself thing, so ugh, ugh, like stop, <laughs> stop being passive now. Like yeah. step up and be the phaedra that we know you are, <laughs> you know. Which right. I will say though, like, because we were talking about how Phaedra excusing herself from conversations was a bad thing. And specifically, you know, I remember us talking about, I remember if it was last week, two weeks ago, we talked about the conversation between Phaedra, Parvati, and Peter when they were trying to like, quote unquote, form an alliance. And she was like, nah, I'm just going to get out of here. And we were like, why are you leaving? Why aren't you like being a part of these conversations? Right. But that moment was referenced in this roundtable as a reason why Phaedra kind of like exonerated herself. She was like, no, there was like a conversation between these two. I think they're working together. I excused myself from the conversation because I said, I can't be a part of this because I know Parvati's traitor and I just didn't want to be anywhere near that conversation. And that kind of turned people onto uh, Phaedra's side, I feel like. And it caused more suspicion onto Peter. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I definitely felt like I when we were talking about it, like I was like, I think it's crazy that she would leave, but she did seem to find a, a way to use it to her advantage for sure. She did. She definitely did. Um I, I guess my fear is that it worked there. And I feel like that also worked in that situation because there was already such a light on poverty already. Mm -hmm. There is a world in which if poverty was in a more secure situation, she could have turned that against her. Yeah. She could have used it and say like, well, how come you did, why didn't you want to be a part of it? Like, I don't know that, that, because you don't know what they discussed when you left. And like, th that's the danger there. So she used it at a time where she knew poverty was, you know, the underdog, but like, I don't know, you know, we come we come from a big brother state of mind, right? You don't leave conversations. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you just you stay in the you need to know what was said. Like, like yeah. I don't know. I just yeah, that that information is is the true power here. So work this sure. time. That, that's not a strategy that I think she can consistently employ. No, I, I I don't know that that's gonna be, you know her her ace in the hole every single time but like that right. definitely was right. like in that moment i was like okay i absolutely shredded you for doing that and you definitely i don't yes, know if you, you made guys, it like, work this that time. ahead of time but like right i'm just i'm well very done. hesitant to co-sign on that because right, like right, right, right. there's so much to me that's like oh no you shouldn't have but like yes <laughs> it did work this time but like statistically speaking <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not only are you like depriving yourself of p potentially valuable information too, but then like you might run into the risk of like being like people start getting suspicious of like, why doesn't Phaedra ever want to be a part of this conversation? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like. Right. And you've already established poverty as a person that you cannot trust. So why would you leave her in a conversation with somebody alone? Like if yeah. you know that this person is attempting to formulate some kind of a plan with her, sit there and listen to what it is like don't leave yeah you even know. if you don't contribute just to know listen. what's happening right. yeah exactly just listen and you only leave when they leave and just sit there and just nod just nod and so we, we even saw in the beginning of this episode there were a lot of conversations but we just see mj at the door like right <laughs> i'm just not listen. actually in this conversation but you better believe i'm gonna get all the information out of it <laughs> right even <laughs> if she left the armory and listened a la mj <laughs> Even that would be fine. Yeah. No, I feel like she just left to go pour herself a glass of wine. Like, no, <laughs> no, like get in it. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm sure pa I'm sure like Parvati, like her like mind was racing and like and all that, but like 
if I, I wonder if she had even gone back at Phaedra and been like, well, like you said you wanted to leave the room. You didn't want to be a part of this because you, you think I'm a traitor. Like, if you think I'm such a traitor, why would you? Like, why wouldn't you want to hear what I'm saying? Like, if you think right. I'm trying to spin things, like, I, I wonder if Parvati had kind of gone back at her, like, with that kind of uh, response, mm. if, if it would have had any impact at all. But Phaedra got the best of her. So <laughs> she got got. Yeah, which I was surprised too. The only other thing that I have from like before the mission, like something that surprised me, because we saw that conversation between Parvati and Peter, where, you know, like this whole idea that like maybe Phaedra is a traitor is like kind of being brought up. And Parvati's like, okay, I'm going to try to use that. And she starts talking to Peter about reasons why she thinks that Phaedra could be a traitor and, you know, whatever, trying to like throw him off course. And he was very quick to be like, you know, this conversation is changing a lot of things for me. I think that maybe, you know, I might've misjudged you and maybe you're a lot more faithful than I thought. And in that moment, I was like, he is absolutely bullshitting her. There is no way that he's right. off the Parvati train. And then we get later in the episode and he is not thinking about Parvati at all. He voted for Phaedra at the round table. And he was like, no, I don't know, man. I don't think it's Parvati anymore. And I was like, wait, that well, this one is Peter conversation, you're about, right? Yeah. I was like, well, that I one conversation is, think, actually did turn I, you? <laughs> I think this is, I know, I think this is all part of Trishel's plan, though. It's that, like, we know they're both traitors, but before we can take out Parvati because Phaedra's got more allies, like, let's take out Phaedra so that Parvati's on an island all alone. Like, um, yes, I, I, so but I, even I, his... I think that this really is all like a show. Like, I, I don't really think that it's legit. I feel like he said it in a confessional too, though. Like before we got to the round table, I feel like he was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I've, a lot of things have changed in my mind this week, you know, or, uh, you know, after the conversations that we've had today, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I was a little too quick to judge. Like, I feel like he said something in a confessional that implied that actually is what he was thinking. And it really threw me. It's possible. I'd have to go back and look, but I, I feel like it, I, I always got the impression that this was like a charade up from Trishel and Peter and that side. Cause even like, uh, I feel like Kevin voted for Phaedra, but like he, he, I feel like he actually even said, like, I, I don't actually think she's even a traitor. Like, I think Parvati's a traitor, but this apparently is the plan. Mm. Yeah, I definitely thought that the whole thing was a ruse. Um, but I don't remember any confessional that would definitely change my opinion. I don't remember because I, I, I thought it was fake at first, and then something mm -hmm. happened to make me be like, wait, is this not? And I'm I'm almost positive there was a confessional. If I'm lying, mm. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, there have was to go something. back and check because that certainly does yeah. change the entire perspective of this thing. I, yeah, I definitely I was get really that thrown. he was just allowing Trishel to kind of take the lead on this one. Right. Cause I feel like I remember Trishel like sort of pleading with him and he was him being like, Oh, well now I have to go and try to convince her. And, and she was like, yeah, go talk. You know, Trishel was like, yeah, go talk to Parvati, go talk to Parvati. Like, so it kind of made me feel like this is all an act. Like, we, I mean, if there was, I would feel a lot better about it. Better. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the issue here though, is also Trishel, you know, so there's already been like some weird conversation about the possibility of, is Peter a traitor? You know, because mm -hmm. Parvati had already kind of cast that doubt around things at that breakfast conversation. And it's like now by him trying to let Trishel take the lead and now directing a vote to Phaedra almost now suggests that, you know, well, maybe now that Parvati has been confirmed as a traitor, is it, are you working with her? Like, what does this next banishment look like? Because of that, like that, mm -hmm. I don't know that this was the right time to go with Trishel's plan. Yeah. I don't know. 
Because didn't Parvati make a comment about that as well? Like, oh, you you know, you think you thought that I was a traitor, and all of a sudden, like, you you think I'm not? Like, yeah. what is that? And now she does go out as a traitor. This is the one time you didn't vote for her. This is the one time you didn't push right, for her. Right, 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 right. After the recruitment that people already suspected happened, um, yes, we know he declined it, but like they they don't know that. Right. right. The timing of that for Peter makes things very it's, suspicious. Yes, very. It's atrocious. And that's all Tricell's fault. Yeah. yeah. So just as just as quickly as I put about on a pedestal, I knocked her right back down. Because <laughs> she's selfish. <laughs> she is um, selfish. She is selfish. I was an, I was annoyed that CT even felt like bad. About the whole torch thing, by the way, like like when they first came into breakfast in this, like CT, like in a confessional, was saying like, "Yeah, you know, Trishel wanted me to save her, and I didn't. So if she goes home, it's kind of my fault." And he like, you know, it was mm -hmm. kind of like saying like, "Oh, like you know, I guess I, you know, we are kind of friends." And like he was like, she, "I guess she really about laid it, it on like, thick when she was like yeah. laying into him last time." And I was like, "I was like, dude, do not apologize. Like you have nothing to be sorry for." Get out of here! Absolutely, That's literally nothing. the game. <laughs> but that's what she does. She's manipulative. She's emotionally manipulative. Um, which, if you liked her, you can almost like, I don't know, give her some credit for like for sure. being strategic. But like, because in other versions of a of a social strategy game, I would like this. But because I hate her so <laughs> much, with like such a burning like fiery passion <laughs> like it's so hard to get behind it sure. um, yeah 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 definitely interesting <laughs> but, but before we move on to the mission was there anything else from pre-mission that was noteworthy i don't think anything else really stood out no i don't, I don't think, think so, so. <laughs> i don't remember what the mission was well, uh, don't was... you fret, because we get to this house, and finally, what we've all been waiting for, oh. we get Dr. Will, which is just what everybody wanted out of the trailers this... season two. <laughs> this was, like, such a stupid cameo. Like, how like, dumb why was do, this? Do, does anybody care about Dr. Will on the trailer? Does, it was anybody, who was this for? I've never who cared. Who was this for? I've literally never cared about this man. Like, he acts like he is, like, the most grand biggest thing to happen to big brother because well, like, the I'm network saying, treats him that way right, but everyone treats him that way and i don't understand why every time he comes back for a big brother round table you can so obviously tell that it's scripted you know this is not a man who's actually actively watching big brother he doesn't really know what he's talking about and it's like i'm not saying that his his season of big brother was not a landmark season right it was it was groundbreaking for what it was it did kind of change the scope of big brother i'll give him that but that was 22 years ago it's also so funny <laughs> like, enough at, now <laughs> at this point on the traders all of the big brother people have left so did anybody there even know who this man was that was right. mocking them in this well comment? sandra knew she's like oh i know who you are but I she didn't seem like super. She's like, I don't really care though. <laughs> right, exactly. She's like, I know who you are. Because he wasn't even like <laughs> imperative to the mission. He was just the guy being like, This is my house. Come inside. Right. Uh oh, I locked you in. And then he peaced out. I was like, Why are we doing this? He sucks. What is the yeah, I guess he was also responsible for like buckets of maggots and things like that. He he was oh. responsible for that. This ugh, everything this about is... this challenge was my worst nightmare. This is so this was really dumb. Uh, I this was such a waste. Um like the cameo why? of the challenge. No, the cameo of Dr. Oh, Will. Like yeah, very dumb. 
Just, just, just get out of here. Ridiculous. It's just like Alan was down there. Yeah, right. Like if he had to miss an episode, then like, all right, then fine. Like he was still just at the finish line. So like, yeah. he could have just they, done the whole thing. And I would no, have they, they went out of their way to say, we have to get Dr. Will to cameo in this episode. And I like, did they really did they pay him? Line. Like, did they pay him for this? Like he got paid to do this? Well, did you read the Entertainment Weekly article that I had sent you? Because apparently he was like, he requested those stupid dogs. Whereas he said wolves. I don't know if that was really a wolf. Somebody was like, oh my god, they're labs. And I was like, they are not. Like, are I don't remember who it was. I was like, that is not what those are. <laughs> no. Like it's just uh... and then just everything that he even said in that Entertainment Weekly article just really confirms as much like why I don't like this man. Like, what an asshole. Oh, he's so cocky. Like saying, Oh, you know, this this is a chance for big brother people to show that they still had it, but like, you know, obviously they never really had it in the first place. Get the fuck out of here. Like you're talking about living legends in the Big Brother universe. You're talking about Dan Giesling, Janelle, Rachel. You're saying these are people who are not legendary? Right. Like, okay, let's see how you do then. Right. But you won't come back because you're too scared to lose. Yeah, you'll only come back as a cameo because, dick. yeah. Like an asshole. <laughs> like, put Tiffany Mitchell on the round tables and get Dr. Will out of my life forever and ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. 100%. I totally yeah. agree. But yeah, the, the the challenge itself, I I absolutely would have been saying the safe word and getting out of this house. Like everything about it, the the tunnels that are too tiny and are too claustrophobic, the maggots and the bugs, turning all the lights off. You don't really know what's gonna happen. I no, I'm out. I'm out. So so you'd be calling mm-hmm. Haggis uh, real I, quick, a huh? thousand percent. I would not oh, yeah. be lasting very long in this competition at all. Oh my god! You know what was killing me in this? Uh, when Sheree yelled Haggis. When she was out there running around, freaking out about the bugs, she had me dying. Oh and I God. can only respect it because that is exactly what I would be doing. <laughs> that yes. whole thing. I don't know who said it. It might have been Kate. Bobby and I watched this episode together. And until we were we rewound it so many times. But like, I think it was like her back. So I think it was Kate. But like saying, I'm about to be haggis. I'm about to be haggis. <laughs> and the way... <laughs> And yes, and the way that we're using the word in that way, I was like, I am using that forever now. I am stealing that. I'm going to use that as an active verb and an adjective. I'm from that a show I want to see. Like you know what? I'm about to be haggis. haggis. (laughs) (laughs) Kate also made me laugh so hard because like Kate, there was a similar mission to this in the last season. Kate was the one getting bugs and maggots and shit dumped on her. So that moment she looked up and she was like, "I know, I see a trap door above me. I'm not gonna." She walked away and she was like, "That's not my job." So someone else got my job. I don't want this job. I don't want this job. I had, didn't like, watch. Watch She's like, I'm not doing it. Nope, yeah. not my job. Yeah, so I loved. I loved her catching that that trap door. But like, it was. You know what I loved also. Like, Kate was great in this whole episode for me because like, she was ready so early. Even from the fact like, just the way Alan described the mission, she was like, "It's gonna be the cabin. It's yeah. gonna be the cabin." And then yeah. they're in the cabin. She goes, "That's a trap door. I'm gonna move." Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, like, I'm not having it. Kate. Kate. Yeah. Kate. Like Kate is on it. Kate also gave us one of my favorite lines at breakfast. She's like, all these people trust me, <laughs> but they shouldn't. I would throw each and every one of them in the moat for $10. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically $10 is what made it so funny to me. Like, right. We're not talking about real money. What does $10 even get $10. you now? <laughs> A cup of coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> I'm like, $10 ain't nothing. 
like she's I on Bravo cheese. every other day. And exactly. Like, yeah, I like it for ten bucks. Uh, I'll throw them over a cheeseburger. I don't give a shit. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even. Ten dollars can't even get you a cheeseburger at Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be in the moat for it. That's for damn sure. Uh, so Kate really, really is just a shining star. I think Kate has to every season. Of yes, the traitors. I agree. Putting her on. <laughs> that just becomes like the tradition. Like That's Kate just bit. gets thrown into the <laughs> right. castle at some point. Every every single time that someone leaves, not of their own, she's like, "Mother, how am I back in this castle again? Why am I here again?" <laughs> and like, honestly, if you want to do a cameo, if if we can't get her in the actual game, put her in charge of the yeah challenge or something like that's Hell a cameo yeah. I would respect. At least she means something to this show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like there's a reason for her to be here. Kate's a fucking that's, that's the thing about the Dr. Will cameo too, that it's like, it doesn't like why he's from CBS. This is not a CBS show. Put, put, like, like put Suri on or put like anybody who was on last season. Or even get an, interna an international trader on. Sure, yeah. There's a winner from anywhere else. St the, the list is so long for people who be more appropriate. I mean, even like Put Jag on, for God's sake. At least he was the most <laughs> recent Big Brother winner. Mm -hmm. You know, you can put literally anyone on other than him. I feel like my mother's going to watch this episode and be like, who is this? Who the man? hell? <laughs> <laughs> You've never mentioned him before. Right, because that was 22 years ago. Right, because he does not matter. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, God. I think, yeah, I, I, I don't have any other... Thing of note from the mission, except I hate it. And why was Doctor Will there? Like, this I mission was just too. a nightmare. I, <laughs> I wouldn't mind being one of the people in the tunnels if there wasn't like all oh, this no. crap coming down. Like I don't want the mice and all that other stuff. But like as far and as being like like not enclosed, for nothing, y'all. It is it is twenty twenty four. Why are we still putting live animals? And nobody wants to touch the rats. The rats don't want to be there either. Why we got rats oh in these tunnels for the show? Why are we doing this? I, yeah, I saw rats. Go ahead, John. I was gonna say I saw a lot of people talking about that online, and it is it, it is interesting because like it's it seems like it is very common. I mean, there's a lot of challenges even in Big Brother Australia, right? We, we've seen where they drop bugs on people and stuff like that. Like I feel like uh, it still still seems to be very common, but I did see a lot of people. Well, uh, even in impression, we're not happy Big about Brother, it. They had like that box with all the snakes in it. It's like, why are we yeah. doing this? Yeah. Disgusting. Um, um, actually, for me, justice for the toads or the frogs or whatever those those things were, because they were just out there. And I'm sorry if people are down on their hands and knees and they're going why? one knee into that toad. I I did think about it. Like, come on! I thought about that. I thought about that too. I did. Uh, I was like, yeah. as they, they could, somebody could ac accidentally go right over this uh, this frog or this mouse. Right. Like there's um, there's so much we can do without just putting animals in there. Like, why are we still doing this? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, just, if I'm just scared and I'm running from maggots, I a toad could definitely get a knee in the back, and I will oh, kill yeah. him. If I'm moving fast, my fat ass, I will definitely smash that toad to smithereens. Well, any fully sized human stepping on a toad is gonna kill him. Like <laughs> I think all you have to do, all you really have to do is just dump slime on them or some foul smelling right. liquid or just be gross that's all you need to the, do. Bugs, yeah. the bugs are fine i mean that's where they live anyway they'd be in the dirt so like whatever once this is all over you just go about you just go burrow and you're fine <laughs> that's where you are. once where you this are. is all over yeah, once I <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, like, 
It's like the bugs live there anyway. It's like, like what's these like, stupid who, ass people get out of my who house? Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, who are these people? <laughs> In my space, I'm saying like once they fall off your back and they get to the dirt, they're like, oh, all right, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like your impression of the bug. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a bug burrowing. Uh, I like oh, it. Can you do it one more like, time? Actually, one more time. <laughs> it, it's, it's giving the earthworm and survivor. <laughs> the worst part is that you're not actually seeing my hands either. I'm doing this kind of like point us down. That's like, get in there, good. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah. Uh, oh my god! Oh, and Phaedra when she called Haggis, running out, going, "There's something in my ear. There's something in my ear." <laughs> Disgusting! Oh my gosh! No. I, I think I would just drop dead. Like I think I would I literally have a heart attack. Like I, I, there's no way I could live through that. Absolutely not. Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Excess Oh my god, y'all! If you are listening audio only, you are missing the entire podcast. I am so sorry. <laughs> audio only is only getting half the story. <laughs> Kyle provides so much visual comedy into the show. I can't I try. Know. I really try. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yes, what happened after the mission? Uh. So, yeah. The only other notable thing about the mission was Trishel. Trishel. <laughs> Trishel got a shield and did not tell anybody about it. Which yeah, oh. and who actually knows? I think so. I think CT. I think CT knows. was the only one. Yeah. Because CT no, also Pe- yeah, but also Peter knows because we saw in the episode Peter tell Trishel. Um, uh, she he said he was like, "Don't tell anyone you have it," and then he said to John, "Don't tell oh, John, don't tell anyone that who has the shield." Um, so a few other that. people, yeah, a few other people do know, but mm, all right, because she she actually we actually saw her uh, Trisha, after she got it she she thanked CT. CT actually mm-hmm. was the one that said like there's a there's a shield down here because they got right. it together yeah right but then Peter and John must have been close by because right after that Peter like specifically said to John don't tell anyone who has the shield. I completely missed that conversation. <laughs> Me too. No. No. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that that does bring us into the conversation with uh, Parvati and John, where she right from the jump turns on the waterworks, and she, I, she literally took the note of like you're being an ice princess, and she said, "All right, watch what happens now." And she walked in. And she said, "I get icy when I'm nervous, and I feel isolated, and I'm so sorry." And John ate that shit up like she got or him d- or, so or did he though or did he oh right yeah. yeah well sure i thought he ate it up yeah but like, as you previously mentioned what was that the damsel of deception no the, 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 duchess, the duchess of deception, of deception yeah. and the mistress of murder i love alliteration so much i found the new d that actually could have worked if y'all didn't have notes Damsel would have been serviceable. Oh, I, when I tell you, I have never paused an episode more quickly and been like, I got it. Hold on. <laughs> it's like, I got to write that one down. But I have to say, I, an impressive performance from Parvati here. Um, Honestly, yeah. 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 I was like, I'm very yeah. impressed with her. I don't know yeah. if it was award winning, you know. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I thought jo- John was giving the award winning performance because I thought he bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. And then he comes into the round table and he was like, eh. You're full of crap. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, the only other pre-roundtable thing that I remember was like, you know, we we did have this conversation about Trishel's plan and Kate was the one that was not having it. She was like, I don't understand. We have been talking about poverty this entire time and now all of us sudden at the 11th hour, now you're deciding, no, the target is going to be Phaedra. Why all of a sudden are you trying to push the target? Why are you trying to go against the plan that we've all decided we're going to do already and we're all on board with? Like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And I, I do wonder if that may cast suspicion on her in the future, especially knowing that we did end up getting Parvati out anyway, and Parvati was indeed a traitor, is that going to now reflect on people's perception of Trishel? That's true. Oh. Of Trishel. Which, gr- granted, Kate was the one who said it, so the, the take that with a grain of salt. But... <laughs> right, that's why I was a little thrown. I thought, I thought you wanted to discuss Kate... And um, we discussed Kate too, but the whole well, like yeah. Kate in front of everybody was like, "You are trying to now take us off course for the Parvati plan that we already had at the very last minute and push us onto Phaedra." And we found out that Parvati is indeed a traitor. So it could could there be a potential for people who were in that room to be like, "No, wait a second, why were for, you trying to throw hmm. us off to Phaedra all of a sudden?" For Kate, I don't think so. Not for Kate because Kate's still I feel like so so much newer than everybody else in there. And she's coming into a situation where everyone was telling her, we're so sure that Parvati is a traitor. So, of course, to her, it's going to be confusing that, like, now, whether whether Parvati said she was a traitor, you know what I mean? I feel like, it, like for Kate, she's just going off of the information that she's been given since well, she's I mean, gotten g- there. Well, I mean, given where we head in this episode, Kate's perspective is not the one that I'm necessarily, because she's going to find out real quick that, you know, that's not the case. But, I mean, like, well, anybody well, else yeah, who's yeah, in yeah. that room. But, but I think, it, I think because, you know, if we're talking about how, what kind of impact it could have on Kate's game, the fact that she, like, oh, was sure. going to bat for... You know, the fact that she was like saying, like, no, why are we moving on from Parvati? And then we find out that Parvati's a traitor. I don't think for Kate that would be damaging. From somebody for somebody maybe who's been there for the for like from the beginning, maybe. But I feel like for Kate, she's still like still the newest one in there. She was going based off all the information that she was being given. Um, and I think there were a lot of other people in that room that were confused about why the target was now being shifted off of Parvati. Like Kate was just one of the more vocal ones about it. Right. I would have liked Trishel in this moment to just go balls to the wall and just actually flat out say, I'm not saying Parvati anymore because that's a lock. We already know she is. Everyone agrees she is. She should be the vote tonight. I'm saying let's postpone that vote and let's do Phaedra because there's a lot of numbers that are in her corner. And like, if we lose another person, that's another vote that's not going to be for Phaedra. So let's get it on Phaedra and do poverty tomorrow. And I feel like you're safe in saying something like that because if she gets murdered after making a statement like that, that only proves her point. So like, I don't think that poverty would have murdered her in that in that situation. And because I, I think, you know, if I was the person in that room and that conversation went the way that we saw it to go, you know, obviously we don't know what might or might not have gotten cut out. But if I mm-hmm. was in the room during that conversation, saw that all happen and then saw the way that the round table went, I would probably be side eyeing Trishelle a little bit. Like, why are we yeah. trying to get us off of Phaedra? I mean, right. off, Phaedra, and, off of Parvati. There's too many right. P names and, and, on this show. I know, too many P names. <laughs> and that's why she should have just been very, very clear then. It's like, this right. is the reason why I'm doing this. Make sure everyone understands like where you're coming from. So people are not casting suspicion on you. Right. Right. That's the, that's the thing. It's like the, I, you know, the con the conception of Trishel's idea was, was correct. Conception. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get Phaedra I'm out. Sharp at 7 PM. Let's get, <laughs> let's get, let's get Phaedra out. And then we can always get Parvati later. That's easy. 
but the execution was completely off. That's that's yeah. like what the what the problem was. Like and I think this kind of stems back to how secretive the whole Peter, Trishel, Kevin, you know, uh John uh, alliance mm. has been the closing Peter doors House. on people, only wanting to wanting to talk about amongst themselves. And like I, I understand why like you wanna only talk to the people that you trust. Like I get, I kind of get that idea, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel like it's kind of biting them in the ass here because it's like, you're, you're not like you are, you're giving, you're coming up with a good plan, but the reasons that you're giving for why people should follow that plan are not like matching not up. It's like, right. yeah, it's like, it's like, if you went in there and said, this is why we should go for Phaedra. Like you said, Kyle, this is why I, we should go for Phaedra because I I still believe Parvati is a traitor, but I also think Phaedra is a traitor. Phaedra has more protection. We need to take her out first, then we can take Parvati out after that. Mm. But instead, instead, Trishel and Peter are going in there being like, yeah, I think we might have been wrong. I think Phaedra is a traitor. It's like so you're still lying to all right. the other faithfuls, just like you've been keeping them out of rooms, not, not filling them in on plans. Now you're yeah. lying to them at the roundtable, even if your intentions are technically good. The rest of the group matter. is just looking at you like you're sketchy because you're right. not telling them why you're actually moving from Parvati to Phaedra. Mm-hmm. You're just with no explanation. You're just now 100 mm-hmm. behind Parvati for some reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is going on here? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're gonna pivot so hard, you've got to give the why behind. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's granted she did in the round table but she did, she did the same thing beforehand that Dan was doing during his where people were like, "Well, why are you going for Phaedra?" And she was like, "Well, you will see all of my reasons when we get into the round table. I will let it all on the line and you'll see." And it's like, it's not "Why great. I'm asking you now? Why do I have right. to wait for the round table? Give exactly. me something." <sighs> They're all playing like Dan now. Yeah, but that's also an interesting thing too, and I and I and I haven't decided how I feel about that because there is a world where it does make sense. Like you know what, I don't want to have this conversation before the roundtable because now you know if you're one of the people that I'm talking about, or you kind of start to disseminate this information to the people that I'm talking about or trying to put a target on, they now have time to prepare a defense yeah. when they get to this roundtable. So. There's a world in which it does make sense. Like you know what, I'm not saying that right now. Let's let's wait till we're all sitting there. Um, I got that. Because yeah. if you're truly a faithful, it should be a little bit easier for you to navigate around the truth because you're telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want you to have. I, we don't know when these conversations are happening in relation to the roundtable. Like, what if the people have three or four hours before then? Like, that's a lot of time to come yeah. up with a defense when, like, the person who is coming on the offense never brought it to you like right. you, you didn't yeah that, that, that's that's it's tricky it's tricky um i think that's God, why I it's dangerous so too much. i know it's great it's i think so that's great. why it is it is dangerous too like for like another issue i think with what trichelle was trying to do even though i think she's been so great at like sussing out who the traders are like it's she's been doing a good job at that like but like she's also sloppy on the execution like you were saying like you don't like if, if you don't want to actually divulge these things, like maybe say, like, I have an idea of who I think might be a traitor. I'm still trying to work it all out. I have some notes. I just want to think about it. So, like, 
give me time until we get to the round table and I'll lay my case out there. But when you start walking around, like, or in the car back from the mission, I think Trishel was like, I have so many notes on Phaedra. I'm not going to say yeah. anything now, but I have all these notes and it's going to be totally clear. And it's like, no, if you're not going to like actually expand on that to fill people in, then just say like, I'm still thinking about it. Like, don't start naming names and saying, I have all these notes mm. and it's going to be, it's going to be a slam dunk case. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you're giving out way too much information and like, like there, like, and you're not even like actually like laying your case out yet. Right. Like, you're saying more than people, should be said, but yeah, you're not yeah. saying enough to make anybody take hold to it. Right. And uh, like right. really like adhere to it. Right. Like all right. those people in that car, right. including, including Sandra, who never moved her suspicion off of Parvati and voted for Parvati at the round table. Um, like Sandra was in that car too. And it's like, I, I feel like if Sandra like went back to the house before the round table and was like, Trishel all of a sudden is saying that she has, like, she doesn't think Parvati's not a traitor. You know, she doesn't think Parvati's a traitor at all. She's all these notes on Phaedra. And then people start saying like, well, why did Trishel jump ship all of a sudden? Like, right. that's kind of suspicious. Mm -hmm. Like, like you're better off just saying like, I think I have an idea, but I, I want to look at my notes and I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece at the round table. Like, don't mm -hmm. like put out these declarative statements like yeah i know this person's a traitor but i'm not going to tell you why <laughs> Jeez. well she she also made me laugh too because once we get to the round table and she is listing out her reasons like she had the dan reason which as we already discussed is like a very astute observation and like a really smart thing to kind of bring to the table but some of the other reasons why she was like talking about why phaedra is suspicious are literally the things that Dan said. Like she's like, you know, we come into breakfast and your reactions to when people are murdered are, you know, like you're just like not. Really, I was like, why are we still on breakfast reactions? I hate we it. I hate it. Like, I hate it. Let's talk about breakfast reactions, and it's like enough. <laughs> like Trishel, I cannot do another roundtable of breakfast reactions. I can't do it. Except yeah. I actually gave a little bit more like esteem to Trishel and the way she presented it than the way that Dan did. Well, her presentation I, was better, but it was still yes, breakfast for so, I, I hated so much his like yeah. bullet pointed list. Yeah. All right. Now, next up, breakfast reactions, hyphen. And it's like, get out of yeah, here yeah, with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. So and much. like when, when Dan was doing it, so like when he would say like, this is the first thing I observed. This is how many people have, have, have received votes at the round table, but that's not enough. So we have to move to this now. And it's I like, know. all right. Ew, like all your pupils. Ah, <laughs> she also goes, the, the other thing, and I don't think she brought it up at the round table, but she was the one who brought it up during their conversation. She was like, the twitchy eye thing. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I've never noticed this twitchy eye. Me either. I don't know what they're talking about. But then about. Kevin latched onto it too, and he was like, like yeah, I think Kevin was the one that brought that? it up at the round table, but I was like, I don't know what twitchy eye you're talking yeah, I don't, about. I don't know what you're talking about. What is that? Yeah, honestly, if I was Trishel, I would have just said nothing about who I had notes on. I would have just said, I think I have an idea. I just want to think about it more. Gotten to the round table. And then the only reason I would have given was the Dan reason. That Dan was trying to save himself through Phaedra under the bus. Um, and then like tried to expand on that. Like, and the reason he would do that is because he was trying to save himself. Phaedra's super protected. Nobody's looking at her, but like, you know, like, and then maybe if you want to like sprinkle in those other things, like, I also feel like she never is worried about being murdered or blah, blah, blah. Like, that's mm -hmm. fine. Like, but like, 
You should have led with the Dan thing. And, and Trishelle yeah. even said, she's like, I'm going to start with the weakest and then go with the strongest. It's like, as soon as you start with the weakest and Phaedra starts going after you about that, because it's the easiest thing to poke holes in, as you admitted, this is the weakest evidence yeah. I have. Mm -hmm. Your credibility immediately starts going down. Even if you get stronger with your evidence right, later. Right, right in the poop part. Yeah, like your credibility <laughs> has already been weakened. Like, right. like, you know, I, I feel like, like you should start with the strongest thing and then right, as you right. keep going and she's only poking holes in the other things, be like, all right, what about that other thing I talked about, though? You're not saying anything about that, you know? Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So, again, it all goes just back to Trishel had the right idea trying to get Phaedra out yeah. before Parvati, but every step of the way, what the execution was just totally just off. Misstepped. So many stumbles. Um, Just a mess. Because to be fair, Phaedra did get a fumble and fumble. <laughs> Phaedra did get a fair amount of votes in this roundtable. Like it was a split vote between Parvati and Phaedra. Mm -hmm. No one else was getting any votes, but like it still just it wasn't quite there. And then I I laughed too because then you know we find out that Parvati is in fact a traitor. Parvati gets banished. So so sad. But then that doesn't exonerate Phaedra. And it yet, sure as we're leaving the round table, Trishel goes, well, I'm throwing my notebook away. I got it wrong. Sorry, guys. I got it wrong. And it's like, I, you didn't, there is nothing that has happened here that says that Phaedra is a faithful. They just said that Parvati got the most votes and was a traitor. Why do you now abandon this whole Phaedra thing? I'm not so sure that she really is abandoning the Phaedra it's thing. The way that I she think, was like, oh shit, I'm throwing my whole Yeah, I think I think Trishel is very performative and I think she thinks she's very smart. Um, and she has been smart in other ways. I don't know that this was really it. I don't think this really did any favors for her, like one way or the other. Um, I don't think it hurt her, but I don't think it it serves her. Um I feel like she did this to say, like, oh well, you know, I don't know. What do I know? What do I know? I I, I don't right. know. I, I, yeah, she's she's I weird. She's and weird. I think it goes, I think this also goes back then to like what we were saying about like the weird like need for this Peter Trichel group to be as secretive as they are, where it's like, you, you were talking, like, it, this is your idea, Trichel. You said you still think Parvati is a traitor. You just want to go after Phaedra first. Like, if you had just told everybody, if you had been upfront about, like, that being the plan from the beginning, you wouldn't have to say, I'm going to throw my notebook out now. Like, right. because you were the one leading the charge to change it from Parvati to Phaedra. But you apparently don't want to tell anybody other than Peter or Kevin about mm -hmm. this plan. You know, like. Yeah. So, like. So now, like, you were so hot in Parvati switch to Phaedra. Now you're saying you're going to throw your notebook out. So what happens now that Parvati's gone? Like when you want to switch back to Phaedra, you know, like are you just going to forget yeah. your whole argument? Like, cause now I, I feel, I feel like under the bus. Like I, I just don't get it. I, I feel like now Trishel and Peter are the ones that are looking really suspicious because it's like, okay, you were so gung ho on. Yeah. Let's get out Parvati. And now all of a sudden you switched up and Parvati turned out to be a traitor. So why did you switch up the day that we thought that Parvati was about to go home? Like, what was it about this that made you say, no, we can't get, go after Parvati anymore unless you are also a traitor and know that she's a traitor and didn't want to do your numbers. Like, I feel like if I was a faithful, that's going to be a huge red flag for me. Yeah. And even, even I, I think it was in this episode, right? That Kevin even said like, it's really weird to me that they don't want to vote out Parvati anymore. Mm -hmm. Like P Peter they were all like saying it. Such a, like he was in such a strong position, Peter. And I feel like now he's like, and like part of this is Trishel's plan and everything, but I feel like 
now he's become so much more suspicious. And it's funny because it's happened at the same time that they've gotten two out of three traders out like pretty quickly. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think Peter is just doing way too much. I think Trishel is doing a little too much also. Yep. But uh, I don't know. This is weird. I, I do like that it's different this season. I felt like um, this season, it feels like the Faithfuls are doing a lot better against the Traders than they did in season one of the Traders US. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen recruitment done in this way. And I feel like it's because... Right, they literally had to. They, they, they literally yeah. have to have to recruit another Trader. So um, I like that we're getting like a variation here. Like, you know, like a, a little something new on season two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which of course just just to round out the episode the last note that i have of course is we are given an ultimatum where you have to recruit somebody and if they do not accept the recruitment they get murdered so you're either out of the game or you are a traitor and of course much to my enjoyment we have selected kate. <laughs> i'm so excited at the idea of kate being a traitor Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, as a viewer, I'm super excited to see Kate as a traitor. I just don't know that that was the best selection for Phaedra. Oh, I don't think right. so either. Right. I have no idea why she chose Kate, but I certainly am not <laughs> upset about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not upset as a viewer. I just don't think that was a good move for her. Um, do you have a, like, who do you think she should have chosen? Kevin. Interesting. Mm, okay. He's an idiot. Like, <laughs> he really, he, he only goes where he's led. You know, I don't want to say what, that he's an idiot because yeah. he, he has been perceptive in certain moments, but I feel like he's only turned on to be perceptive for those certain things because somebody already planted a seed there. Yeah. I you know, they told you where to look and then you look, you, you looked and you saw it. Um, yeah. So like, I feel like he's a little bit easy little bit easier to direct and he seems to be at least like in the peter pals or at least peter pal adjacent um which could maybe help take some of that phaedra heat off mm-hmm. or he could fuel it like so may- so maybe not you know because if he wants to be if he wants to win maybe you can use that but i just don't see kevin acting that way i don't see him being strategic in that way i don't see him being that cutthroaty see yeah he'd be i I think that he would get cocky and just like misstep all over the place. Like I feel like he would like be like, oh well now I'm a traitor and now I'm gonna like whatever, whatever. Right, which is fantastic so, for Phaedra. Like self-important that he would just mm-hmm. implode. Which is right. fantastic for her. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. He I feel like he would be the easiest of all the people in the game to control uh that are left as like a you know the the OG trader. If if Kevin comes in, like very easy to control and manipulate, mm-hmm. and and also very likely to mess up his own game. <laughs> so like, right. But does that mean if we think he's that clumsy of a player, do we have to worry that he might mess he up my game? Mess too? up, mm-hmm. right? That's certainly fair. Um, you know, people in the chat are saying that you know Sandra would have been a solid pick. Um, Matt and both and Brett said this. I, 
I'd be I'd be nervous. Sandra was going to cut my throat. Right. right. That's the thing. Exactly. Sandra would I don't be a know really about good Sandra. Trader, which is why you can't recruit her. Right. She almost be too good. Like yeah. I don't know that I want to recruit her. She would definitely be like, able. Yes, to... she would be an amazing trader, and that is why she cannot be the recruit. Like right. Yes, and. She would definitely she would turn things around on me. There's yeah. already some steam in the Phaedra train, so like we certainly don't want her tossing coal. Right. Tossing right. Coal. Right. Yeah. Sa Sa Sandra, not that she didn't have any, like, you know, open mind to it, but she kind of shot down the idea that Phaedra was a traitor because she said she knew that Parvati was. And mm -hmm. it's like once she walks in that room and finds out that, oh, we could have voted out Phaedra and she would have said that she was a traitor too, not just Parvati. Immediately, she'd be like, all right. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's tricky. She's tricky. She definitely would have been fun to watch for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and there's certainly a world where Sandra still becomes one. Because um, I think Phaedra has an uphill um, battle to climb here. Um, mm. The next management is going to be interesting, I think, for Phaedra. Um, yeah, yeah. Because it's already kind I also, of out there. And unless Trishel really is tossing her notebook away, we're going to be right back on that. Right. Yeah. And I also wonder, um, you know, in this very episode, Kyle, you said one of your favorite lines was that Kate said that she would throw any one of these people right into the moat for just 10 bucks. $10. So if she now becomes a traitor, <laughs> is she going to throw Phaedra in the moat? She might. Mm -hmm. It's very possible because she's already like waiting in it. She's knee deep yeah. in the moat. Yeah, <laughs> she's splashing about. <laughs> I'm actually. I, I'm, I I will say I'm glad that this happened this way too because it was funny that like when Kate was introduced into the game, she did make a comment be, about being like how she was a faithful last time and she would have liked to be a traitor this yeah. time. So I'm kind of excited that she gets to do that now. Mm -hmm. I can't. Uh, I can't wait. I can't it's wait. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that was all I had for the episode. The only other note that I wrote, which is not, it doesn't matter for literally anything except my heart, was we got like during the round table, we had a confessional from CT where he was talking about like, you know, the way that like the votes were going and who he was casting suspicion on. And he said, I'm not, I'm here to look for a traitor. I'm not looking for love. And I said, excuse me. You and Phaedra will get married if it is the last thing I do. <laughs> I ship it so hard. I want them to fall in love. Phaedra Tamborello. I like it. I like it. Phaedra Parks Petty. Tamborello. Tamborello Petty. <laughs> That's I like definitely a couple I want to be parks. in. Oh, Petty Parks. Yeah. As long as I'm in that throuple. Just don't leave me out. All right? Of course. Come on. I certainly yeah. loved him longer than you. Right, so don't try it, Miss Phaedra. <laughs> I, I was here first. Wait, so does that mean that I would then become Gina Morgino Petty Parks Tamborello? <laughs> I don't think these people will allow for so many <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I just I also just made a decision in my head uh -oh. that that next week Sorry, when we're talking Sorry, about Alan. the traders again, I will be uh, uh, appearing as John Dunphy Chastain. Mm. Wow. You know, that's really a very brave thing for you to do um, to declare where your name will go before the episode is aired. <laughs> we yeah. We know nothing of Kate's upcoming behavior. Um, CT, I felt comfortable with standing. You, you've been knew him. him. <laughs> I, yeah, I've known him for 20 years. 
<laughs> I don't in love with my actual partner. <laughs> so like, it certainly works for me. But Kate, wow, you're you're brave. Okay. I mean, the other thing, the other thing that's brave is is publicly declaring at the beginning of this stream that you are standing the host, and then by the end of the stream saying, "Screw Alan." <laughs> I'm going no, Kate. I still I love Alan. <laughs> I just didn't know who I wanted to stand after it my. It didn't uh, even last other, a whole uh... stream, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, I mean, it's go, it's going to. I'm not going to change it now. Yeah, right. So. But by making a declaration that it will be changing, some might argue that it already ended. <laughs> the disrespect I, to I wasn't Sir sure. Alan I wasn't sure <laughs> who I wanted to stand, and now I know. So, <laughs> nope. Now we know. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> that was all I had. Does anybody else have? Um, Anything else on this episode, of the traders? Yes. No. Oh. Okay. Manwan Monday, Monday, Monday. I Monday. specifically asked if you had anything else on this episode of the traders. That is what you said, but honestly, <laughs> I mean, you left the door wide open. Like, how dare you expect him to not walk through it? I mean, like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Little, 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 little. I just want to be left alone. I will never know peace. <laughs> the thing about this is that you actually would have known peace on the little thing if he would have just done it. Like <laughs> the amount of effort that went behind him having to make this whole thing, like never would have been a thing if he would have just done it. So like, <laughs> that's also your fault. I do want to shout out your friend's shirt. We love it. Friends is definitely my favorite. Favorite See, favorite show. It's Friends, but it's also Guardians Three. So it's 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 a it's a multi layered, oh. a multi fandom moment. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. It's still 3. also Friends. Guardians Three made me sob like a infant in the movie theater. It is, yeah, it is a triumph. Oh, it's film. such a good movie, but it's still Friends, Kyle. It is it is a multi fandom shirt. Your hair was covering all that. I didn't realize it. It's not. It's not a full fledged <laughs> friend's shirt. So I have no. a hoodie that's just the friends logo. I'll wear it next stream. I'll wear it Thank next you. stream just for you. Thank I will. You. I'm wearing friends. Kids, I can't see. I can't. <laughs> you're too far away. Oh, it's the. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. It's the sofa and the water fountain. This comes from my culture fly box. Mm. Has a whole bunch of little things on here. I have a little a little friends fountain stitch that I got right up here. Does okay. That well, it does. It counts for a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All so right. Well, well, as stated, I will be wearing my friend's hoodie on Thursday, where you will see us again, uh, talking ooh, about. Nice Look at that one bag. And on Thursday, we will be talking about finally the last episode of the challenge 39 goodbye oh, goodbye <laughs> goodbye um, <laughs> goodbye okay. nice. uh but that will be at um what eight eight p.m eight p.m um and then at, uh, <laughs> at 10 15 uh we'll be back with you again to talk about australian survivor i have not yet watched this week's episodes but i've heard I'm so excited. <laughs> um but again you definitely don't want to miss that stream because you never know who's going to come hang out with us in the chat we've been having a lot of fun in those we chats. have we have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um but yeah until then uh you can find us uh on the socials at strat chat pod we are on 
everything. I, except apparently Blue Sky. I, I guess we're not there anymore. But We need to be on Blue Sky because now it's actually open without invites. Did you okay, see that? Okay, let's, let's get popping on Blue Sky. Let's, let's get do there. it. Come on, come on, Blue Sky. I don't know. Who wants to be in charge of that? Uh, we barely tweet. <laughs> but we, we'll, we'll, we'll figure see. it out. Uh, but you can you can also find us audio only wherever you podcast, and we would appreciate if you left us a nice review because we are very we nice like people. Yeah, we would like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, anything else I'm leaving out that anybody wants to? No, this was a really really fun night, and I just I just I love the, I love this show because we literally all three of us have such different perspectives on how to do this game. Um, yeah, and it, it just really creates such fun conversation, like. Um, that's all. I had a lot of fun yeah. tonight. So. It was a really yeah. fun one tonight. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> really no, really I fun. just, I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I totally agree with you. I love the traders. I love this game. It feels like we get to, uh, watch like a, like a real live action clue mystery mm. game, you know, every season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm always, of course, ha very happy to talk about it with both of you. So. Um, yeah, it's been a good time. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to see what else. Uh, what else happens next? Oh, I cannot wait. Well, we we will see you on Thursday and same time next Monday. Uh, thanks for hanging out, and we will be back. Thank you.